Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. You guys could be seated if you can, but if you can't, it's all right. Praise the Lord. You can turn the lights up, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You guys, you know, if I can, and I am, before I get into this, my notes and all that other good stuff, you know, sometimes you can discern what people are going through. You can discern it. You can feel it. When you come into the room, there's heaviness, heaviness. And we've gotten to a place in church that we just come and we stand and, and, and it just, it boggles my mind that when you're hungry, Let's say you're not at home and you're hungry and you go to a fast food restaurant and you just stand there. You're there because you're hungry. You, you went there because you're hungry, but you keep your mouth shut. Because right there is somebody there to help you, to serve you, to give you what you need if you just ask. And they, they even say, can I take your order? But we sit there and we don't say anything. And they're looking at you, or, well, we look at the person as if, read my mind. I think the Bible says you have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask amiss. You, it, you know, you come down and you go to a place like Kentucky Fried Chicken and you go there and ask for a double Whopper. You ask for something, but ain't the right place to ask. The last time, it's been a minute since I've been up here again. You know, you got, it's, it's been that season for me right now. And, and the last time I was up here, we talked about um, standards. If you guys don't remember, I talked about standards. And everybody was like, man, it, you, you were gone. You came back, beat us up, and then you were gone again. Well, I'm going to do it again today. So I'm just letting you all know. Praise God. So just be ready. Because God chastises those he loves but before i go on you guys know yesterday was veterans day amen and this was the time for us to honor those that have fought and served our great country and they've protected our freedoms in our homes so we want to say how much we appreciate your dedication and your willingness to sacrifice for your country and its people. Now, we as a church here at the Building Christian Fellowship, we believe in honor and respect here. And we want to respect all those that have uh, served our great country. So can we uh, ask anybody here that has served in the armed forces, can you just stand up, please? Come on, stand up. All right. Yes. Hallelujah. Hold, hold on, let me stand up too. 
Praise God. You guys be seated because I just want to say something that, that as I was sitting down and I was reading, it says this. It is the veteran, not the preacher, who's given us the freedom of religion. It isn't the veteran. It's the veteran, not the reporter, who has given us our freedoms of press. It's the veteran, not the poet, who has given us freedom of speech. It's the veteran, not the lawyer, who has given us the right to a fair trial. Trial. It is a veteran, not the politician, who has given us the right to vote. Es el veterano que defendió la bandera y nos dio todas nuestras libertades. See? I've been practicing. It's coming back. It's the veteran that defends the flag and gives us all of our freedoms. So I thank you. For your sacrifice. Praise God. And I, 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 before I get into this scripture, I was remembering when I was a young soldier in the army and we were doing desert training out of White Sands Missile Range. And it was hot. Some of you uh, Air Force guys probably don't really know about hot. You guys. You were like, air conditioned? <laughs> Air conditioning was the guy next to you breathing on your neck. But we were doing desert training. We were out there, and I want you guys to understand this. 123 degrees with mop gear. You guys are like, what's mop gear? Do you guys know what mop gear is? Mop gear, is, it's, it's nuclear biological weapon stuff. It, it's, it's a suit. It was thick. And we had to wear masks and we go out there and we trained with weapons. And it's 123 degrees. Mind you, it's probably about 140. We were sweating and you're not allowed to take the mask off. Mind you, you're losing at least 15 pounds while you're running around. And I can remember when we finally were able to take off the mask, the first thing you could think of is finding something to drink. Now, I don't know about you, and, and maybe, you know, in my family, we are the kind of people, we don't share drinks. Amen. You know, the Butcher Johnsons, we, we don't share drinks. I'll pour you out a little, I'll save you some, pull your hand out. I'll... It ain't happening. But I remember sitting in the, sitting in the desk, my canteen had a hole in it. Yeah, y'all. So I'm sitting there, and I'm looking, and I'm sweating, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted, and everybody's drinking, and I'm like, Ugh. Now, you don't know what kind of stuff builds up in the corner of your mouth when you're thirsty. But you're still, you're thirsty, but you're seeing somebody drinking out of their canteen with cotton in their mouth, and you want some, but you're like, I ain't drinking that. But then they go, you want some, butcher? Sometimes. You got to put down your, uh, yes, <laughs> and get what you want to get. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere with this. But before the guy asked me, I went to this place. It's called a water buffalo, and that's where you can get you fill your canteens up. So I figured, you know what, I'll just go to a water buffalo, and I'll get some water out of it. But the water buffalo sits there. You know, the guys come and fill it up, and then you go out and do everything. But when I came to the water buffalo and looked what was in the water buffalo, there was no way I was going to drink. It's called a water buffalo, guys. It's a big canvas bag that sits out in the desert. They put water in it. You know what comes up in there. Whatever animal, whatever insect, whatever's in it, and you're supposed to drink from it. Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't going to drink from it. Even though I was thirsty. Even though I was thirsty. Even though my tongue was sticking to the roof of my mouth. I wasn't going to drink that. But then back to the guy. He gave me his canteen. And I'll stop there. Matthew chapter 5, 6. <laughs> Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. I'll say it again. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. They shall be filled. Not they might be filled, for they shall be filled. Let's pray. God, thank you. We thank you for these words today. We thank you. Uh, help my mouth. Help me get out of the way so that you can have your way. We thank you in Jesus' name. So this morning, you guys, obviously, I want to talk to you guys about thirst. Everybody at some point in their life has experienced thirst and especially the, the feeling of thirst. Now, I'm not talking about just wanting something to drink as I just eloquently told you about. But, you know, that really kind of, you know, nasty, dry feeling in your mouth is like thirst, thirst. Not, not like when people say, I'm, I'm hungry. You know, when people say, I'm starving. You know, no, we're not talking about, because some people say they're starving. They're just hungry, right? So we're going we're to talk about uh, uh, what real thirst is about. Now, I'm talking about the kind of thirst, and I said this earlier, that, that makes your tongue stick to the, to the roof of your mouth. The, the kind of thirst that puts cotton balls right in the corners of your mouth. You, got, you guys know what I'm talking about. I, have you ever seen? You just want to give somebody a mint and a soda. The kind of thirst. You, you look at somebody and go, you thirsty, ain't you? Because your breath smells like death. It's... We're going to compare natural thirst to spiritual thirst. And see that there's three reasons we, like, we look for anything wet to satisfy our spiritual thirst. There's three things that we're going to look at over the next couple of weeks that we are thirsty. When we thirst, we, 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 we long to feel loved. When we, when we thirst, we long to experience happiness or joy. We thirst when we desperately are searching for the meaning of significance. That's thirsty. So over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about this. We're going to dive into these subjects. So now we're going to get into the scripture. John chapter 7, 
37 through 39, and it reads, On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not given because Jesus had was not yet glorified. Amen. It's interesting that God would use water to symbolize his spirit. See, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, water was there. It was like right there. And if you guys go in Genesis chapter one and, and you could see it, it, it talks about uh, in Genesis, I think it's Genesis one and eight, where it says, and God created the firmament and the heaven. And so even the, the morning where it was day and the evening. And then it goes on and says, then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place. So we see that God created water first. And then out of that, then God had the dry land come out of the water. It wasn't until the third day of creation that God created dry ground to appear. Now this tells me that to this day, 70% of the earth is covered by water. 70%. Water was one of the elements that God used in creation. For example, if you were to go outside right now and look at a tree in a field, that tree is made of 75% water. Chickens, not the ones you're thinking about right now eating after service. We're talking about chickens that live like next door to my yard, like those chickens. We'll talk about that later. They're made up 75% water. A pineapple. How many people like pineapples? How many people like pineapples on their pizza? We'll pray for you. Okay. A pineapple is 80% water. Then, of course, if we look at it, water compromises more than 60% of your body, 70% of your brain, 80% of your blood, and nearly 90% of your lungs. And water on earth is seemingly everywhere we go. And 70% of the earth's surface is covered with water. That's a lot of water, y'all. Think about it. My wife and I were just on a cruise. That was a whole lot of water. My mother-in-law, praise God, she didn't want to go to on a cruise. And it's funny because she would say stuff like this. I'm not going out on a cruise because that's I can't drink all that water if we sink. It's just too much water. So when you look at it, we're surrounded by water, but only 3% of water that is around us is drinkable. Mm, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Only 3% of the earth, of the water on earth, is drinkable. Right now, you could walk up to a pond when you're thirsty. You better not drink it. You can go and dive in a lake. You better not drink it. We were just in the ocean. My wife went out. You, know, you guys know me and my wife can't swim. But we went out in the water. Like, uh uh-uh, we're going to enjoy God's gift to us. We went out in the water and kept going. And then, yeah, it got a little bad, (laughs) y'all. And it was funny, as as I was sitting there thinking about this this message, is that when we were getting out into the water, a wave hit, 
and Kaya hit and went, went underneath the water and came up and she was like, you know, they got on her eyes and of course it was, her eyes were burning. But then she started going, oh my goodness, it's salty. Think about this. You could be in a desert island surrounded by water, but you still can't drink that water because it'll kill you. But some people, when they have a thirst, they will go and drink something that's bad for them. Do you, got, do you get where I'm going with this? So when we're thirsty, we need to go to a place where there's palatable water. The problem isn't finding water. The problem is finding drinkable water. Kind of, I used to find, watch this show. We used to, all the time we sit down and watch the show. It's called Naked and Afraid. You guys ever see that? Remember that? We used to sit there and watch. And every time you watch them, when they let these people out there, the first thing they did was they're supposed to go and find water. That was the first thing. And after a couple of days, some of the contestants, they couldn't find water. And what they would do out of desperation, they already knew. This is the crazy part about it. They were all survivalists. They all had history and experience of being out in the desert or wherever they're at, the wilderness. And when they went and they were going, after a couple of days of being dry and thirsty, and then they start thinking and they get panicking and they're like we need some water and they would look and they would find still water now do you guys know that still water is not palatable because you know what's in that water bacteria diseases amoeba single cell all that kind of stuff but people out of desperation would run to that still nasty rancid water and drink from it and it would satisfy their thirst for a moment but as they begin to start drinking and they would go out and yeah I feel pretty good it only took maybe like a day for the effects to kick in Mm. so this morning we're gonna be looking at a thirst called longing for love does anybody know a person that goes from okay don't turn and look don't no elbows just keep look look at me look at me does anybody know somebody that goes from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship and you're trying to figure out why they can't stay and they're going back and forth. These people um, are in love with someone, but the person that they're in love with is unable to reciprocate that adoration from somebody else. It's really hard and it's painful for them to navigate through those types of relationships in a way that is not consuming for them. Some, some of us got family members. You're trying to figure out why they're in a relationship that you see that they're, and, and maybe it's you. Maybe you're, you're, you're hearing me today and you're that person that you love somebody so much that they're not reciprocating the love to you. But even though as much as you try to give to them, you're not getting it back, but you still keep giving it up to them. It becomes hard for them not to feel as if they're losing themselves. 
in order to keep the relationship alive. They continually infuse life into the relationship. If you can call it a relationship. They do this by having to compromise their well-deserved longing for more. They try to convince themselves that you are okay with less in return just to keep the connection. Mm. So many people are like that today. You're in relationships trying to people please somebody. And you've given up yourself so much. You're thirsty for love. Jesus met a woman just like that. She was thirsty. She kept drinking, but she was never satisfied. The weird part about this woman, you guys know about the woman at the well. You know, if you sit down and look and if you really do dive into the scriptures and you see that when women came to the well, they all came together. And when the women came together, they came in the cool of the, cool of the day, which is in the morning time, because it was hard to, to carry the, the, the water back. So they would come. But for her, she came at, in, the, in the hot of the day, the heat of the day. You know why? Because she was people were looking at her going, you know, this, you know, she. I'm trying to keep this, I'm trying to keep this Christian. I, she, she, was, she was out there, right? She, she was out there. People knew who she was. and She couldn't go nowhere by herself because people knew she was, yeah. Yeah, so she was out in them streets. Jesus recognized, he knew that, he, that this woman needed something. Jesus knew, listen to me, Jesus knew what she needed before she even needed or even asked for it. He knew it. She, he knew, see, people don't realize this wasn't happenstance. Jesus knew what she needed. And Jesus sat at a well in a place he wasn't supposed to be at. Talking to a woman that nobody wanted to even talk to. And this is what Jesus said in John 4 and 13. He said this to the woman. He says, Jesus answered and he says, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water I shall give them will become a fountain of water springing up into ever." lasting life let, let me stop there for a quick second she was drinking from a well because everybody drank from that well because that's what everybody else did somebody got that everybody's going to the same well to get the same thing and jesus said look all y'all are coming to the wrong well because everybody's got that. There's a well right now I'll just call it Instagram. There's, a, there's another well out there that's called social media. There's different wells that we're all getting our information from. And God said, stop getting all that stuff. You're all thirsty. And if you're really thirsty, there's another well that you need to drink from. I don't care what kind of issues might have. Verse 15, the woman said to him, sir, Give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Come on, come 
do you guys realize salvation is in your mouth? It's not by your works. I don't care if you are a, oh, I'm trying to think of the right words. If you're a harlot, if you're a dog, if you're whatever, you're a cheat, you're a liar, you're a drunkard, whatever it is, God will accept you just as you are. All you got to do is ask. You don't have to work at it. It's by grace that you're saved, not by works. That's any man should boast. She said, sir, give me this water. Because I, I, I don't want any other water. I, I don't want to come here again. I don't want to be here again. How many people know that? you Right now, I know you're listening to me right now. You keep going back to the same well. Over and over. There's a well called a husband. There's a well called a boyfriend. There's a well called a girlfriend or a wife or a child. Your husband or your wife or your child wasn't made for you to drink from them. Jesus said to her, go. (laughs) Go get Jesus said, go and call your husband and come here. And the woman said, you guys know what the woman said? What you mean? What you mean? I ain't got no husband. Jesus said to her, you have said, (laughs) you have well said, I have no husband. For you have five husbands. And the one who you're with now is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Uh, this just because the way I see things. I'm. I'm watching a movie. Like, when I'm reading the scriptures, I'm watching a movie. And, of course, it's not the King James. It's like Jesus just talking to someone, like, sitting there like, yeah. Okay, you, the dudes you kicking it with right now, it, it ain't cool. Nah. I, I, I perceive, yeah, he ain't him. <laughs> I'm him. I perceive that you are a prophet. It's funny, I, I can see Jesus saying this. Yeah, I'm a prophet, but everybody can see you're thirsty. It don't take a prophet to see that. Nobody, not everybody in here got the gift of prophecy, but you could see it. <laughs> I'm probably going to say this before I'm supposed to, but you know, you can tell when people are thirsty. It don't take a prophet. You could just look on social media. Watch this. No, I'll do it this way. (laughs) 
This is what you do. This is what you put. You put this picture, watch. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Thirsty. Don't go back and delete them. Don't go back and delete them. Don't do it. You're thirsty. I'm getting off topic, but can I just tell you something? Why, ladies, ladies, I'm going to talk about ladies first. I'm talking about the men next. Ladies, why? Why, why I got to see all this? Thirsty. And it's okay. I'm not, I don't even have everybody's Instagram or anything like that. I'm just trying to tell you what, you, what, you, what you're showing yourself. You're being thirsty. That's what thirst is. Guys that do the same thing. I, I got a friend. I lo- hopefully he's not listening right now. But this guy, he's, he lives, I'm just going to say, out in Kansas City. Friend's name's Craig. Look at him. Bodybuilder. Yoked. Like, yoked, yoked. Like, I, I'll be looking at him be feeling kind of funny. Like. <laughs> and this dude used to come to church. He used to come to church. With one of them spaghetti string shirts on, looking like he better be about ready to be on a competition. Like. <laughs> Always doing it. Finally, I said, look, man, because he was single at the time. I said, hey, 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 Craig, let me, let me talk to you, man. I said, dude, you looking really thirsty out here. <laughs> what, what, what you mean, Pastor? I said, dude, come on, man. You're out here, and what you're doing is you're just trying to sell yourself. So, you, so what the women can see, that's what, it's a package. Just like we drive around and you see a hamburger, it's for sale. It's for sale. The packaging is to get you to buy what's inside. You guys know it? Because a lot of times the packaging looks real good, but then when you taste it, it's that stale, nasty, putrid water. Okay, Jesus said, we see how thirsty you are. We know that you're thirsty when you're posting these selfies. And, and I said that. And okay, okay. See, the problem with the woman at the well is that she didn't have a problem loving others. She had a problem loving herself. She had a problem with loving herself. That's where people pleasing comes from. Because you want to please other people because you long to have the love that you give to other people. Ooh, that was pretty good. She She couldn't love herself because she didn't know the love of God. She's heard about it. And there's people in here tonight or today that know the love of God. They've heard about it. They've heard about it, but they've never actually stepped into it. When you're in a relationship with God or when your relationship with God is broken, 
then your relationship with self, with man, and earth are broken also. also. Somebody say thirsty. 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 Yes, oh, thirsty. There's times that we long for love. Listen, listen, people, because we live in a society right now where it's all about what things look like. Listen to me. We sit down. We need to understand that we're looking for, for people to see us. And, and also, but do you realize that God sees you? Listen, please, please listen, listen, because I'm telling you, even me as a child, I was the youngest child. And as a young child, Steve, stop looking at me. I'm looking at you, Steve. You know me all my life. Sorry, it's, it's personal. He's a brother of mine. So he know me all my life. I was always out there trying to people please. I wanted to get everybody's attention. I was pleasing people. And I took that on into my, the rest of my life. And when I wasn't getting the, 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 the applause of man, I was depressed. And then I started doing things to get the applause. So what I do, I would, I would go out and do things that, that I knew I shouldn't do because I was As I close, I don't know who this message is for, but if you're one of those people who get, keep getting into relationships where you seem to be the only one that is putting in the work, and no matter how much you give, you don't get back, and you are always left with the feeling that there has to be more, if that's you, you're thirsty. And if you don't get that love from that man, that woman, or that child, you'll still long for love. You prayed, God, let him see how much I love him. God, let her see how, that I, I really care. God, I'm thirsty for their love. But the real love you need is to receive the love of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you have been to the well that will never run dry. And some of you guys have been to that well and you have drank from that well. Well, let's look at something, the problem that we all have. John 4 and 14, listen to this. He says, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst again. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting lives. I need you to understand that. But whoever drinks, notice it says drinks, not take a drink. Drinks means continually drinking. Some people will come and they'll drink once. And they'll leave the well that will never run dry. And we start to go to other places and drink. Relationships that God doesn't want you to have. And I, I, I'm going I'm to tell you right now, even married couples, don't you sit down and think that I, well, he ain't loving me, so I got to leave her. She ain't loving me. I got to no, 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 no. That's not it. God's saying the love that you're looking for isn't your wife or your husband. The love that you're looking for is me. 
You're not going to be satisfied by your husband or your wife. You're, you're not going to be satisfied your, by, by your children. Listen to me. Because everybody in here thinks about just my husband or my wife or my boyfriend or my girlfriend. What about your children? You're looking for love from your children. And you're going, why don't they love me the way I want them to love me? I do for them. I do this. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I wonder if that's how God feels about me. He's like, I've done everything. I've loved. I've given you stuff you haven't even asked for. Because I love you. But you're going other places. That's what the Father's saying to you right now. You're going to so many other places. When the love that you need is from me. Alcohol, weed, pills, relationships, social media. It's all putrid water. But the love that comes from the Father is through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The water that he will give you, the, the Spirit of God. David realizes spiritual truth that we can learn from today. And it says in Psalms 42 and 1, it says this, As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Lord, we thirst for you. Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet. Don't clap for me. You just got to you give God praise. It's, if, if the Lord has touched your heart in this time right now, I, I don't want to get into a whole bunch of conversations or anything else like that. I know that I've been sitting up contemplating bringing this word today because I'm seeing it. God has told me, know the state of the flock. And I see it. If you've been dealing with just looking for love in all the wrong places, God says, come unto me. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm just going to ask you to come up. This is a, a, a sign of your heart saying, you know what, today's my day. I want to give my life to Christ. If that's you, just come on up. Just respond. Number two, if you're that person that says, you know what, I know the Lord, I love him, but I've been looking for love in all the wrong places, period. Just, I, I, I know everything about his word. I know all this, but yet, and still, I've been drinking from a putrid fountain. I'm sick because of the stuff that I drank. I'm sick. I'm feeling like this. God said, come unto me, all those that are thirsty. thirsty. He said, come. If that's you, come. Just come. Come, stop looking to the left or your right. Come, 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 come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.